The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. Harpeth and Cheatham both get a big win on homecoming night last Friday, while Creekwood, Dixon, and Sycamore all fall to their opponents. That, along with upcoming football this week, as well as Dixon versus Creekwood, some junior varsity football, and some senior night volleyball with uh, a little bit of soccer sprinkled in. Coming right up. This is the Post-Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham counties. Now here's your host, Casey Patrick. Hello and welcome to the, I don't know, I guess this is the sixth edition of the uh Post the seventh, excuse me, seventh edition of the Post Exchange podcast. This is Casey Patrick. Thanks for checking in. Um, we're just going to jump right on into it. We're going to talk a little bit of football, uh, a little bit of what happened last week, a little bit of what's coming up this week, as well as just a little bit of the um, uh, soccer and volleyball that we've got coming up uh, this week as well. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get started off with some of the good stuff that happened last week. Uh, Harpeth and Cheatham both. Uh, big nights for for both of those schools uh, on homecoming. Harpeth moves to three and three with a twenty four twenty two win over McEwen on homecoming. Uh, and Cheatham uh, they get their second win of the year um, and also the second win of the Halstead era since he's gotten there. Uh, they win thirty to fourteen over White's Creek. Um, big win for for both of both of those programs. And uh, let's see. You know, the, the Harpeth game was, was actually really, really close, but McEwen was undefeated. They, they were coming into the game 5-0. and uh, Harpeth was able to, to get up there. Jason Marquardt, it, it was the play of the game with a fumble recovery right after half. Uh, and then right before the end of the game, they take a 24-16 to lead. McEwen does get a touchdown as time expires, and Harpeth is able to hold them off uh, for the two-point conversion to get the 24-22 win. Uh, a huge game, huge game for Harpeth. They're like I said, they're three and three now. Uh, they beat some pretty good teams. Um, Cheatham now two and four. Um, Sycamore fell to White House forty-two to nothing. It's been a rough start for uh, Coach Harrison out there. Um, it it just seems like uh, that this is the first time they've been shut out this year. But it seems like every time they start to get some traction, look a little bit better, it kind of goes backwards. Hopefully. Uh, they're the only team at home uh, this week uh, in, in the Cheatham area, anyway. So uh, hopefully they can they can get the they can get that ship righted and and get everything going for them. Now, as far as Dixon action, the game I was at, um, I was at the Creekwood Montgomery Central game, which was one of the best games I've seen all year. Uh, as far as just from a fan perspective and, and watching, and you know, still a few errors here and there uh, for both sides, especially Creekwood. Uh, offensively, they're still uh, still struggling just a little bit. Coach Steele, he talks about it, and he says he knows that you know his guys are working hard. He's, he really likes his guys. He says they're working hard, but he told them it's an important message that they have to learn or, or important lesson that they have to learn that – you know, you could do everything you need to do, and you're not going to get rewarded for it. And that's kind of what's going on right now. They're, I mean, they're one and five on the season, which is uh, one of the roughest starts that that Fields had since he's been at Creekwood. Uh, which is in no small part due to that uh, that three game schedule, that three game gauntlet that they ran through that I've talked about uh, almost to no end so far this year. But 
Um, they've got they've got a little bit of the schedule obviously easier here towards the end of the year if they can get it turned around uh get back to maybe four and six uh who knows who knows what could happen uh, in that region a lot of really good teams it's going to be really hard for them uh dixon however 41 to 7 they lost to centennial uh just a i i I talked to coach uh coach greg burns and, and he said that uh, it's kind of just disappointing, uh, and and they're just not on the level Centennial is, um, I, and I think he knows that, and I think anybody that tries to kind of evade that point is is not doing themselves any favors. Um, some of these, there are some schools that Dixon's still playing that uh, are just better than them right now, and that's I think that's kind of what you see with with scores like this, forty one to seven, um, that. Burns did say that he liked how uh, Colby Lamberth um, played the, the quarterback. Of course, the receivers played better. Uh, but he said he, he, their offensive line kind of got beat up uh, in the middle and it made it impossible to run. And uh, any offense that's one-dimensional is is usually uh, not a very good offense, especially his. So uh, th- they've got a real chance to turn things around. I'm going to start with Dixon uh, as far as the upcoming week. Uh, Dixon will be hosting Laverne. I'm assuming that's the game I'm going to be at because it's the only one at home, and I'd rather not drive an hour and a half, but let's see what the future holds. Dixon's going to host Laverne uh, this Friday. I think Dixon's got a real chance to beat Laverne. Um, If the Cougars come out and play solid football, Laverne uh, has not had a great season. Uh, They beat Antioch, who is also coincidentally uh, on the schedule later for Dixon. Um, but Laverne's only win came to it came from a forfeit to over Antioch. Uh, other than that, Laverne's had a pretty rough season themselves. Um, but uh, again, the school I don't know. I, I don't I don't know anything about Laverne. I'm not going to sit here and act like I do, except I know their record and I know some of the teams that they play. Um, but all of these teams, they play with pride. So, um, I mean, nothing's going to be easy, especially if you don't make it easier on yourself. If Dixon goes out there and hurts themselves like they have been all year, it's uh, they're probably going to wind up 0-7 after Friday. Um, but this game against Laverne does present the Cougars with their best opportunity to get a win this year. It'd be the first win of the season. It'd be the first win in two seasons. It'd be the first win of the Burns era. And it would be the first win since – at McGavick in 2019. So, um, yeah, I I really think if Dixon's going to win, it's either going to be Laverne or Antioch. And um, you got to get one of those, maybe both of them. If, if you can win those two games out of your last four, uh, maybe you can build some momentum going into next year. Uh, that That is, I think, the opportunity is there for them. Um, I, I'm going to talk to Coach Burns later in the week and, and see how practice is going because I'm interested in seeing how they respond and how they come out and how they play against the team that, uh, quite frankly, I think they should beat. Uh, I think they've played some teams that they should have beat. They should have beat McGavick. Uh, they, they should have beat a few of the other teams on their schedule. But, um, again, like I said, and and we all know this from watching Dixon football over the last few years. You shoot yourself in the foot, you you're not going to win, uh, nor do you deserve to win. So, um, hopefully, they can get everything corrected and and get a win. That would be a huge confidence boost for those kids. Um, now Creekwood Creekwood's at Greenbrier. Um, 
Greenbrier is a funny team because it seems like they just really uh, beat the crap out of teams that they're supposed to beat, uh, but then they they lose quite handily to to other good teams. Um, and Creekwood on the road, like I said, at Greenbrier, going to make it a little bit tougher for the Red Hawks, but um, it, I don't know what Phil plans on doing for the rest of this year. Uh, I don't know if. I don't know what his mentality is. Obviously, they want to win every game. There's no reason to play if you're not trying to win. Uh, but I, I wonder if he's looking more towards the future, maybe just a little bit. I mean, maybe some of these young kids get just a few more snaps. I don't know. I, I, that, that's just speculation. I'm just making that up. I haven't talked to him. He hadn't brought that up. That's it's not even something that he's ever said, you know, I think. But um, I kind of wonder how the rest of this year kind of looks for Creekwood because I don't know if – the playoffs are even a possibility still, uh, and if they are, uh, w- what the likelihood of that happening is. Um, but this may be one of those games where you know it, it for Creekwood. If you're rooting for Creekwood, you'd like to see him get out to a, a lead, a nice one, and then um, get some backups in the game and, and see how they play. Now, these young kids are Creekwood's going to be pretty stout next year. They they got a really good junior class. They got a really good sophomore class. And um, and the freshmen, they, they just keep coming in with more and more talent. So, um, I, you know, I'd like to see kind of what the young kids can do. And, and, and I think that Phil would probably like to get them prepared a little bit. But, you know, let's see kind of what happens. Um, let's see, moving on. Harpeth is on the road at Trousdale County. This is probably going to be their toughest game of the year. Um, Charlesdale County, a pretty good team. They're a pretty good team. That they're going to run the ball. They're going to play good defense. They do that to everybody that they play. Um, and Harpeth being on the road at Trousdale County, it just makes it a little bit harder. you got to drive through all that traffic just to get out there and drive through all the traffic to get back. It's just a rough trip on a Friday evening. Um, kind of feel for the Indians Friday, but um, – Charles O'Kenny, who I think is five and one, maybe. I looked at their schedule. I, I promise I did. I can't remember what it is now, but um, uh, looking forward to see how Harpeth responds. Uh, the, the one thing with them is starting quarterback Hayden Penrod was out still last Friday. Uh, Landon Perry did a great job. He's 11 of 16 for, I believe, 120 or 140 yards. He threw two touchdowns. Uh, he's big reason why they were able to go, you know, beat McEwen. Um, so, you know, Perry did a great job, but this offense was really turning a corner. It was really playing well when Hayden Penrod was in there. And um, I hated to hear that he had gotten injured and missed the last few weeks. Hopefully, hopefully uh, he's healthy, 100% healthy, first of all, and then he gets the opportunity to get back out, get back out there on the field. Excuse me. If, if, Penrod's out there, and Landon Perry can kind of play that athletic role that he's been playing. He he can catch the ball in the backfield. He can he can uh, he, he can play make some plays at running back. He's a receiver. Um, now, obviously not a bad quarterback. Um, but if if you got a kid that can play quarterback and you can move that guy somewhere else, then you know who knows. Uh, it, it it you know it'd be nice to see Penrod back at quarterback. Like I said, be healthy. Um, I think that gives him the best chance to win at Trousdale County. Um, because when you play a team like you play a team like Trisdale County that likes to run the ball and they play good defense, uh, ball control is going to be important because Trisdale County have a 48-minute game. They're going to try and have the ball for somewhere around 30 to 35 minutes. Uh, they're going to try and play good defense. Um, so it, it's going to take everybody, all hands on deck, and, and a really good game to give yourself a chance. So 
That's a big one coming up. Um, like I said, I, I like I need to text Coach Loop. That's on me. I need to text Coach Loop and see how Penrod is doing. Um, now moving on to Cheatham. Uh, they're they're going to play at White House Heritage Friday. Um, you know, Cheatham coming off a, a really big win over White's Creek. Coach Halstead said it was the best game they had played um, all year long as far as uh, disciplined and, and a team effort. He said the guys played like they loved each other, uh, and and that's really good hearing from um, hearing from him and, and hearing how they've kind of stepped up and, and played better uh, this past week because uh, they're going to need it uh, playing against White House Heritage. Uh, the Patriots are – a good football team. They've got – White House Heritage is one of those schools that um, I don't know if it ever really looks like they're not the best team, but they're always a pretty darn good one. And uh, this that, that would be the case this year. Um, again, they've they got some talent all over the field. Uh, they got some backs they like to run the ball with, uh, play pretty good defense as far as what I've seen so far. So – uh, it, it's going to take another effort like that from Cheatham. Uh, it's going to take uh, all the bodies healthy. <laughs> it's going to take effort, and, and it's going to take everything uh, to, to go into White House Heritage and, and win that ball game. Uh, now, I know two weeks ago, Coach Halstead said that, you know, some kids had made some bad decisions, and they thought they could do whatever they wanted and missed assignments and stuff like that. And and it seems like over the course of a week, he got everything changed and going back in the right direction. So, um, really hoping that that trend continues, and and I know nobody's really in the business of moral uh, moral victories. I'm not either. I hate those. I'm a Tennessee fan. I have to deal with enough of that. And if you're you know if you're a Cheatham fan, you you're not like you you don't want to just see your team play good to lose. You you want to see your team win, and I understand that. Um, but just seeing this team start to compete with some of the better teams in the region would be. It would be a very positive look for that team instead of, you know, some of the outcomes that they've had over the past few years. So, um, hopefully, they can go uh, up there to White House Heritage and 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 give the Patriots a run for their money. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to see Cheatham continue to do well and and maybe make a push here at the end of the year. See what they could uh, get done. Now, Sycamore, they're the only Cheatham school uh, at home this week. They will be hosting Stewart County. Um, man, uh, Sycamore, Sycamore's just got it rough right now. Uh, I, I know both, uh, Noah Webb and Brandon Pennington split time at quarterback. Um, they were shut out in the worst offensive performance of the year for them. Defense gave up 42, uh, which White House is a good team. I, I don't know if any of you, I don't know if any of you guys have watched White House or seen them play, but that that's a really good football team. Um, so uh, they're they're playing Stewart County, who I don't know much about. Um, I was trying to do a little bit of research this morning and yesterday on some of these teams, and I skipped over Stewart County, <laughs> and that's on me. But um, Sycamore uh, again. I mean, I honestly, and and I'm just gonna throw this out here. I think Sycamore winning this year may be something that you're not really looking at. Maybe something uh, if if you're Sycamore, you. First of all, you got to get the culture changed, and and I think Harrison's trying to do that. And he comes from a winning culture, comes from Springfield. We've talked about this at length, um, but it's going to take a lot for him to get everything going. It's going to take a lot for him to 
get the kids back invested. And and I know at the beginning of the year they were all excited, they were ready to get back out there, and they felt like you know they had turned over a new leaf. But when you go zero and six, that kind of you know that beats on your uh, mentality. And um, hopefully Harrison, uh, I, I don't think he's losing in the locker room. I I think he's a good coach. Um, he's just got to get a few things turned around before he can expect to go out there and win. It's it's a process, it's like going up a ladder. You can't start on the st- top. You know, you have to start at the bottom. Take your time to get up there, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, he can get sick and more headed in the right direction. Now, I, I'm done with uh, varsity football. I've got a little bit of junior varsity news. Um, Monday night. Creekwood and Dixon County's junior varsity football teams played. Uh, Creekwood came out on top, forty-one to thirty-nine. I'll be honest; I didn't know they were playing last night, or it was last night. But I don't know when you're going to listen. I didn't know they were playing Monday night. Um, I, I kind of felt left out. I would have loved to seen that and have a little shootout, barn burner, forty-one thirty-nine. I'd, I'd have loved to have been there for that. I had no idea that game was going on. Um, but uh, that shows you that shows you just like I was talking about a minute ago, and this is one thing that Burns has brought up. Burns loves this, the young kids he's got on the team. I mean, he thinks he's got a lot of talent. Uh, and of course, Creekwood, um, that's they've been playing a lot of those younger kids. Um, so I, I'd really, uh, I would have really loved to have seen that game. I mean, it just just reading that score, forty-one to thirty, now sounds re- really fun. Uh, I would love love to seen that, um, but. Both of those programs, young, uh, they got young kids that that are really going to be big parts, especially next year and, and the years coming up. Um, a little bit of a – let's see, got some volleyball here and a little bit of soccer. So um, this week, I believe Monday night, uh, Dixon, County's, uh, Dixon County's senior night was against Harpeth on uh, Monday night. And coincidentally, Harpeth's senior night is on Tuesday night against – I want to say my photographer, Bill Clark, had sent me the text earlier. I want to say it's McEwen, but I think that might have just been football. But Harpeth Senior Night for Volleyball is on Tuesday night. Creekwood and Fairview, uh, they've got some volleyball Tuesday night as well. Creekwood, uh, one of the best teams in the region, in the state. Uh, I think they've got a serious chance to, to make some noise at state tournament this year. A lot of talent on that team. Gossett, Parchman, a lot of kids on that team that are really good, really talented, really athletic kids. And they're going to make some noise. Like I said, they're playing Fairview uh, Tuesday night. And then Sycamore. Sycamore is playing Montgomery Central on Tuesday night. They're nearing the end of their regular season schedule. Uh, still trying to kind of get seated out for the district tournament. So, So that's a big game. And then Sycamore, this is this is actually a little bit of soccer for you. Sycamore at White House, uh, that's going to be Tuesday night as well as soccer season approaches its end. So um, I got to figure out what I'm doing tonight. I don't know where I'm going to go, what game I'm going to do. I've got photographers running like chickens with their heads cut off everywhere. We're trying to get everything covered. Uh, golf, golf just finished. Um, Creekwood is officially done with golf. None of their 
players advance to the state tournament, but Dixon County's team did did advance uh, to the state tournament. Uh, Gracie Harrington has advanced to the state individual tournament, I believe. Um, of course, you know, th- those kids at Dixon, some of those kids, the, the golfers, Jackson Harrington, Cameron Tankersley, uh, they've got, they've got some top tier talent and, and, um, it, I don't know if there's a ranking for golf, but if there is, I, I think Dixon could, could make a case that, that they should be the best team in the state just because of Tankersley and Harrington alone. Um, both of those guys are going to be. The, they might be neck and neck at the end of the year for the best golfer in, in Tennessee. Um, I, I know they had to go to a fourth playoff hole last weekend to see who won the district tournament. And, and those two guys, competition breeds success. Uh, both of those guys are just going to, in the process of just beating everybody else, they're just going to make each other better. It, cream rises to the top. We know that. Um, so uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think they head out. They've got a practice round Friday, I believe, this week, and then and then this weekend, I, I think, is state tournament. At least part of it, anyway. I got to get back. Uh, Jay Palace, the Dixon coach, he called me and we talked about a little bit of this, but uh, I got to get on my um, what do they say? Cross the T's and dot the I's and stuff like that. I, I got to get everything figured out. Um, there's about like a million schedules going on right now. It's hard to keep up with everything, but uh, that just means it's fun. We, we've got kids all over the area, Dixon, Cheatham, both talented kids uh, in every sport. So it, it's fun to keep up with. Uh, going to try and do my best to keep everybody updated. There's no telling what's going on or what's happening. We got bowling season coming up too. Uh, football season. I mean, we're in week week six, week seven of football season, so it, it's all up and running. Uh, it doesn't get any more fun than this. Uh, but th- thank y'all, thank everybody for checking in. To I had, like I said, I had to be corrected earlier. This is the seventh edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. Thanks for checking in. Uh, please feel free to follow me on Twitter at CVP five one for as many updates as I can get out there. Uh, and if you've got anything you want to let me know, if if you know I'm missing something, hey, shoot it, shoot it at me, tweet it at me message it to me whatever doesn't bother me a bit um i'll take all the help i can get so uh thank y'all and uh, have a wonderful evening you've been listening to the post exchange podcast your source for high school sports in dixon and cheatham counties with your host casey patrick for more on high school sports in middle tennessee visit mainstreetpreps.com